Welcome to the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast. We love listener questions, and if you're new and don't know how to do this, you go to the funastrology.com website, and up at the upper left is an orange button, and you don't even have to leave your name or email. You can do it anonymously. Will we ever be free of Mars in Gemini? And more importantly, what can we be focusing on as this transit wraps itself up and Mars finally transitions into cancer? Thank you so much. Well, great question. I'm sure we're all pretty much exhausted with Mars's transit through Gemini since it began last August. Uh, You know, Mars usually spends about six weeks in one sign. It has now spent seven months in Gemini. It does this when it goes retrograde and then direct again. So we've had this Mars in Gemini since last August. So seven months later, and during Gemini, um, everybody has felt this. The world has felt it, too. It's a mutable sign, uh, which involves all of the mutable axes. So we're talking about Gemini, Sagittarius, and Virgo and Pisces, and the houses where those things are. And the mutable signs are associated, among other things, with mental health, mental stability. And Mars and Gemini upsets all that. It says, Mars and Gemini, and this is for the entire world, including you and me, take care of all the details that are so important to living a secure, relatively speaking, life. There are a ton of details. They involve money, legal papers, uh, emails, correspondence, travel, uh, work and occupation, changes going on there, development going on in those areas of your life. So with all of this mutable accent from transiting Mars, it keeps people a bit anxious if they have any hard aspects in the mutable signs at all, which most people do. Uh, To an extreme, it can lead to things like panic attacks, anxiety disorder, because there's a low-level sense of instability and uncertainty, because at the same time that we're having this Mars transit in Gemini, Neptune has been transiting Pisces. So there's the square between actions, Mars in Gemini, and Neptune in Pisces, which are these larger collective elements that we don't really have any personal power over. Things like COVID, for example, which is associated with Pisces and Neptune of infections and viruses and so on. And COVID disrupted everything for everybody around the world, shipping, log jams, and so on. So uh, we've been through all of this. Finally, now with Mars about to leave Gemini and go into the sign of Cancer, which is all about security. The idea is that hopefully over the last seven months, you've been aware of the transitions that are going on in your life at the workplace, with your own work, with what you want to do for a living. Maybe a lot of people are in a transition in their own lives about what they want to do with work and occupation, what they want to do for a living. They're trying to refine that, to change that, to improve that, maybe to relocate, to find a better place, better, more opportunities, and so on. But it's a changeable, restless sign, Gemini. Now, it's a, and Gemini is very much about 
connectingness, networking with people, uh, which you have to do. I, I just am thinking of my own life during this uh, Mars and Gemini transit, and it's exactly true for me as well. I, just for business reasons, have had to uh, contact an attorney and, and form a subchapter S and so on. So I'm, I'm involved in all of this kind of financial and, and legal stuff that I can't handle myself. So you have to get an attorney to do this for you. It's those kinds of details. Income taxes are another one associated with all of this. But at least with Mars leaving the sign of Gemini and going into the sign of Cancer, that is the sign of fundamental security issues, very much about home and family. And and your own sense of security. And Mars in Cancer can change all that. If, if you're one of these people, for example, who's thinking about relocating or moving, to find better opportunities now might be the time to actually do the moving if you've been thinking about that for say the last seven months or or any other kinds of vocational changes you've been thinking about now comes the time to really implement those and to make them secure so the the, the mars energy is changing from an air sign gemini into a water sign, an emotional sign, and it's in cancer, the sign of the tribe, the cult, the clan, the home, the family. Yeah, these are great analogies of where we're going to be feeling this, but here's something that's really kind of interesting that I just noticed. Get this, you were talking about this Mars in Gemini back from last August. August 20th of 2022 was that date, and then... It changes into Cancer, March 25th. I mean, we're recording this about 10 days before that, so coming up here pretty quick. And then it moves into Leo, May 20th. So from March 25th to May 20th is a full sign transit. So that just speaks to how long Mars has been in Gemini. It's been a long stretch. Do you think we've gotten the message? Oh, Thomas, no. Some of us have. I don't know that the world has, but yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, this is to me what astrology is for, is to give you these archetypes and these timings to think about in your own life. So in my life, uh, I have absolutely paid a lot of attention to just what I was talking about, all of these details and paperwork and and serious things things like like i'm having to do with subchapter s or income taxes those kinds of legal and financial uh documents mortgages are another one selling and buying property can be another one with mars going into cancer right now in just a few days it'll be in cancer for six weeks so you want to pay attention for example to the housing market just to real estate prices in this country and obviously this is going to affect things like uh interest rates and so on so it's very much Mars and Cancer about your personal security needs and taking care of those. And that's emotional as well as material security. And Mars and Cancer can be volatile. It's not, it, Mars is exalted when it's in Capricorn, Cap, Cancer's opposite sign. Um, but so Mars is in its worst sign, really, in Cancer. Yeah, because the the energies are different. Mars is very much about action and assertion and ambition and drive. The moon is about security, and it's also an emotional, irrational sign. And this is why Mars is at its worst 
in cancer because emotions will govern actions, not reason, emotions. So now, you, so you can see it in your own personal life with uh, Mars and Cancer. If you are centered and calm, and you're metaphysical and spiritual, and all of those great things, then the people around you can be going through very upsetting, emotional, Cancerian kinds of experiences. So you will deal with those same things, but through them, unless it's in your own life. So it simply is a, a symbol, I guess, to take it, uh, be aware, first of all, your genuine security needs. What comes first? Your home, food, shelter, income, all of those basic security needs. Uh, make sure those are, are as locked down as you can get them and as secure as you can get them. It is a changeable sign, cancer. So don't be afraid to make changes, including leaving situations that are no longer uh, viable in your life or maybe situations that have outrun their course, just which are ending naturally. Let them go. But the thing with Mars and Cancer to watch out for is these sorts of triggers that will somebody will say something or do something that really hits you and upsets you maybe think before you speak think before you act with mars and cancer and always think about how will what i'm about to do or say affect my fundamental security and that of my home and family and if it's going to affect those things negatively don't say it hold your tongue wait it never hurts to think before you speak and act. <laughs> so that's the general message of this. And then to just simply expect a certain amount of drama, especially family dramas during this transit of Mars. So that siblings, parents, in-laws, all of those areas may be experiencing some significant moments. Things like if, if you have aging parents or aging friends, their health or even some of them may be at the end of life. That's a sort of Mars and Cancer crisis, if you will. It's not necessarily a traditional kind of crisis like, say, a car wreck, but it still can be a critical time in life for things like that. So Mars and Cancer is telling us to be sensitive to the people around us, especially to our family, because everybody that's close to us will probably be going through these same sorts of emotional dramas I don't have a lot of drama in my life anymore, but I certainly have in the past. Uh, so it's very easy for me to look at the difference. And frankly, this is astrology for you. It gives you a little bit of forewarning so you can be prepared. And over time, you grow up, basically. So I'm not nearly as uh, impulsive, let's say, or uh, unthinking as my uh, my moon in Aries might be. So with Mars and Cancer, it's the same thing. Just simply be aware of other people's sensitivities as well as your own because when people say or do things that anger you or upset you or make you want to tell them off or strike back or whatever think is it really worth it is it that big a deal what this person just said or did is it that big a deal for you to begin to get into a drama about sometimes it is it is worthwhile. It is worth fighting for. Other times it really isn't, if you think. But the key is don't react emotionally and instantly, especially if something triggers you. 
recognize that, okay, this is Mars and Cancer. Let me think about this for a second. What did that person just say? What did they mean? How, how much of a role do they play in my life? How important is it for me to either tell them off or argue with them or refute them or any of that? Is it really worth my time or should I just shut up and move on? You know, as this moves into Cancer, we're going to be leaving behind something that was with us for seven months, long time. And one of the things that I know uh, a lot of my friends and folks that I talk astrology with have talked about the transit with Gemini has been that duality, that plurality, or the divided sign where you have choice A and choice B. So we've been in this divided mentality, or it's like, okay, there are going to be two options to everything right now. And then all of a sudden, Mars moves into Cancer. Will that duality end all of a sudden? I mean, it has been very strong for people. Well, theoretically, the ideal, and if you're an astrologer, you will have done this, during Mars' transit of Gemini, you have taken care of all of those important details, communication details, paperwork, emails, all of it, income taxes, legal pay, all of it. Well, that's exactly what I've been doing with it. Now, the, the Mars energy is moving into Cancer, which is where those things are beginning to, in my case, beginning to come into place. For example, forming this subchapter S, for example, my attorney will not have that done until after tax season because she's so swamped right now. But nonetheless, now is where I am actually paying that kind of attention to my own security, the, the Mars and Cancer. So if you're aware of it, it's not that there's one day that suddenly Mars stops being in Gemini and therefore I don't have to pay any attention to all that Gemini stuff anymore. It's not that. It's just that the focus is shifting and it's a subtle shift between Gemini and Cancer now. But, but it's, it's the shift from an air sign Mars to a water sign Mars. And if you can just even be aware of that, you'll realize, well, everybody on Earth is experiencing Mars and Cancer. It depends on their own charts, how they react to that. But it can tell you that people in the world, including your friends or political leaders or any of it, are experiencing this Mars in Cancer. So everybody is going to be concentrating on their security needs, and they can feel very touchy and very sensitive to people who threaten that. Mars in Cancer wants to protect the home and family, the tribe, the clan, the town, whatever it is. It wants to protect that against all those outsiders outside of the Cancerian family circle. So everybody will experience that to some degree. But it doesn't mean that you can neglect all the Gemini paperwork. I mean, I've still got paperwork I know I have to do, but at least everything is in place through Gemini. I've done all of that for the last seven months. Boy, have I. And you have too. You know, for these podcasts are one. Who I didn't know these were coming into my life until you began to propose them to me, and that was back last May. So, so here we go. Um, you know, you see the Mars and Gemini now. The switch over to Cancer. Uh, it's just something to be conscious of, as opposed to thinking, oh, it's going to be night and day difference. It's not that so much as to be aware that Mars is now about to enter a water sign. People are going to be more emotional. They're going to be more self-protective. They're going to be more sensitive, more easily upset, more easily provoked, and all of that. On the happy side of it, it's a great time to settle any crises that come up involving the family, and they will in the next six weeks. could be a little crisis. Somebody has to get, your sister has to get her car fixed. 
It could also be your sister loses a spouse. Could be anywhere in the range that depends on the chart but mars and cancer will tend to provoke those kinds of important significant and sometimes uh critical or epical events in the home and family so this is a period where grandparents may pass away for example or someone an older family member may need assisted living or a sibling or other relative uh, could experience the loss of a spouse and so on. Or the birth of a baby. That's another one on a positive side. You hope it's positive, <laughs> you know. So, But that's another thing with Mars and Cancer. It's a great time, depending on the chart, to think about adding to your family. Think about getting pregnant. Think about adopting a child. Those are other symbols of what can happen under this Mars and Cancer. So I don't know if that really explains everything that you were asking about, Thomas, but that's a stab at it. Yeah, you went right down the line. I mean, the one thing I was going to ask you is maybe to just paint a picture of what Mars in Cancer from the perspective of it being in its fall, but I think you just did. Well, good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's there are positive sides and there are the shadow sides, and I think you just covered them both very well. Hey, thank you for this walk around the sign change coming up. And yes, we will finally, I loved her question, we will finally get Mars out of Gemini. <laughs> it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> but you know, Thomas, I was thinking about this too. Astrology has a message. Mars does this periodically. We all know this. And so when it does spend six or seven months in one sign, it is asking you as an individual and the world as a global community to pay attention to this. And you're going to have to, whether you want to or not. The other thing I meant to say, too, when Mars goes into Cancer, it's a terrific time to build a house or to move if you've been th not an impulsive move but if you've been thinking about a move and considering it and doing your due diligence it's a great time to move too is if it's thought out so those two things are also on the plus side mars and cancer it's a great time to build a house it can be a good time to sell a house sometimes you have to sell a house under pressure that can be true too with mars and cancer but think about it if you're in a position where you feel like you have to sell a house or something like that for financial reasons that's meant to tell you something too and you think it through and you think yeah it is best for me to sell this house because if i wait let's just arbitrarily say if i wait who knows the prices might be going down maybe this is the best time to sell and even though it's going to be a hardship to sell the house, to move, all of that. It's probably for the best. Or otherwise, you wouldn't be under the pressures to do it. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's excellent. Great. All right, we have some good things to look forward to, and you better put your roller skates on because it's only in there for six weeks, <laughs> not six months. All right, thank you for this, Robert. And mention again, if you guys enjoy what we're doing here and appreciate what Robert is bringing to us in these episodes and you listen on an Apple device, hit that Apple podcast and give us a good review. That would be very helpful to the podcast. Everything is in the show notes. How to get a hold of Robert for readings is in there. Our YouTube link and our Discord channel link to follow up the conversation after the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast with Robert Glasscock. <laughs>